0: I usually have a look at what was my theme for that year, how did everything play out, and having a look at what did work, what didn't work, what our wins were, and what our real smack against the ball really didn't work, things were, and really having a look at that and saying, okay, this is the picture that we've got right now from the last 12 months of business. What do we need to do now to move it forward? Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. It's time for you to increase your influence, grow your business, and scale to freedom. Now, let's enter the lab with your host, Samantha Riley. Welcome back to the very first episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab for 2020. I am your Thursday co host, Samantha Riley, along with my most favorite co host in the whole entire world, Tim Hyde. How are you going, Tim? I'm
1: good. Am I your only co-host?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, maybe. <laughs> but you're still my right. favourite. Well, like one
1: from one. Okay, I'm okay with that, all right? <laughs> you know, in a, in a field of one, I am the winner.
0: Absolutely, you've got to take all wins. I say. How was your That's Christmas right. and New Year?
1: It was good. It was nice to get uh, nice to get away from the smoke. And of course, anyone who's been following the news lately knows, you know, all the the struggles and, and stuff going on in Australia right now with the number of fires. Um, interesting enough, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about how, you know, experts have been predicting this for years, you know, that this big conflagration of fires we've got going on pretty much across the eastern seaboard of Australia and, uh, you know, how this has been predicted for ages and how governments haven't done anything about it. But I, I kind of wonder in some cases whether... If government had invested money into fire prevention several years ago, would the conversation not have been, what are you spending all this money for on stuff that isn't happening right now?
0: I think it's a conversation that there's no one answer to. It's a very complicated topic. It's something that I got roasted for on social media last week and for one of only a few times in my life, I actually deleted that post and I can actually talk about that on another episode if you'd like me to, but that's certainly not for today. I think that there's a, it's such a complicated a mess and right now I think that everyone in Australia would agree that our thoughts are with the people that are fighting the fires, the people that are caught in the fire zones. People that have lost their homes, haven't. I don't think there's a person in Australia that isn't or doesn't know someone that has been directly affected by the fires. So I'm sure that everyone would agree that right now our thoughts are with everyone that is affected by the fires.
1: Absolutely. But other than that, it was nice to get away. Um, I gave myself a completely self-imposed social media ban. So for almost, almost three weeks, I haven't been... On social media at all, so, and how does it feel? It Actually, feels a little bit weird trying to get back into it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was nice. It was it was very quiet. I read a couple of books. I you know I played a couple of games on my phone and and, and hung out with with uh, with family a bit and drank and ate way too much. Oddly enough, uh-huh. I've actually come back this year having lost three kilos. Oh
0: nice effort. Jeepers creepers. I can't say the same.
1: <laughs> I don't know where they went to, but you know, I'm sure uh, they'll find them, so I'm sure they'll find their way back onto my, oh, my mix section <laughs> at some point.
0: I, I think that what that says is that our bodies react differently to or they react it reacts to stress and that when we're able to relax and take some time out, our body can actually Be nice to us. I used to lose weight on holidays too. Not anymore. It doesn't matter what I do, I still put weight. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Absolutely. Now we've got a really cool episode today. We're of course going to talk about our theme for the year. Now we've both got a theme. We're going to talk about why you have a theme, what our themes are, what you do with it. Yes. You know, and is it is it relevant throughout the entire year?
0: Absolutely. Well, I know that we've both we both definitely have a theme for this year. How long have you been setting a yearly theme for your Business. Well I'm gonna say business, but does it just cover your business or does it cover your life or no, tell look, I think, more about how I think, it works for you?
1: Look, I haven't been setting themes for, for that long. That's I think the whole thing around New Year's resolutions and stuff, right? Everyone a lot of people set them up. A lot of people think they're a complete joke and people sort of start with the best intentions for the year. I did read a thing recently that said um, the, the two most the two busiest days on Gumtree <laughs> Boxing Day and New Year's Day. Oh, really? Yeah, because people get rid of all their online Oh, <laughs> of
0: course. They're not buying. They're selling. <laughs> selling. <laughs> Got it.
1: So I think themes themes very much fit into the this idea of, you know, New Year's resolutions. And resolutions are great if they come with a plan to implement those resolutions. Mm-hmm. And so a theme, I think, is, is one of those things, whether you have a monthly theme, an annual theme or whatever, are one of those things that are really good to have if it's more than just a kind of nice, an idea. Mm-hmm. If it's just an idea, it's probably a complete waste of your time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If, it's got, if it's an idea with intention and with an action plan, then it can be very, very powerful in helping you achieve your goals and moving you forward. Mm. Now, you and I both were talking last year about Bill 8's miniseries, the Inside Bill's Brain. And mm. one of the things that I recall from that, that miniseries was that he says that most people completely overestimate what they can do in one year and completely underestimate what they can achieve in 10. Mm-hmm. And if we look at this, we come into a new decade about what, is, what you know, how life will change over the next 10 years you know, we're in for a pretty exciting time.
0: Absolutely. I, Hold think by, on I think by to
1: having I, a theme, it helps us actually achieve not just our 10-year goals, but also our one-year goals. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Why do you think that's important?
0: Look, I've been doing themes for, or setting themes in my business for, I think maybe five years, maybe a couple of years more, but you know, it hasn't been forever kind of thing. And I mean, as you know, Tim, and as a lot of the listeners know, I'm very goal oriented. I'm a real, I'm an implementer. I'm a fast implementer. I'm an action taker. So I still set goals. I've still set goals for this quarter and for this year of the revenue that we want to be doing, you know, uh, different, different, all sorts of different goals. But a theme I feel like overarches everything and is like a filter for every decision that we make. So it's like, every goal we set goes through this filter or every opportunity that comes to us goes through this filter. And it's like what pops out the other side just means straight away, it's either a yes or a no, or the answer comes very quickly. And that's what I love about bringing the theme in. So for me, it's not about the goal as such, that's separate, but the theme is more the filter to to work out, okay, well, what are we going to do in our business?
1: Do you think it sort of has a little bit to do around, you know, the intentionality that you've got a commonality of purpose that moves you towards an outcome rather than just being more shotgun approached?
0: Absolutely. Because the shotgun approach can move you away from, you know, the end result that you want extremely quickly, right? You can make one decision that gets you off course and all you need is one more decision and you're way off course. And to be able to to think, does this fit into my theme or does it not, means that you're always on course for the whole entire year, which I think is really important. However, in saying that, what is even more important is deciding on how or what that theme is going to be. Because if we set the wrong theme for where we want our business to be for that year, if we're putting our decisions through that filter and coming up with the wrong answer... We could end up really a long way down the wrong track.
1: Yeah, I think it comes back to that. Back in episode 95, we talked about the one thing and where you are in your business growth and having a theme, I guess, related to that stage of business growth and what's going to sort of open the doors to that next level can be really important as well. Mm. I think for both of us, we would absolutely go, you know, what our business was like before starting to set themes and what our business has been like afterwards when we have had kind of an annual theme and that sort of high level filter around goal setting and, and projects that it's actually given us. I don't know if it's actually given us more momentum, but certainly the appearance of more momentum.
0: I believe that there is more momentum because of it, because when it's top of mind, everything that you do, you think you're always asking yourself well, to achieve that, theme this year, what do I need to do? What do I need to do next? What do I need to put in my next 30 day plan, 90 day plan, however you, you set your goals. And I think that that in itself gives you momentum.
1: How do you come up with your theme for the year?
0: Yeah, it's a really great question. So for me, there's always the process of reflection before I even think about setting the next theme. So it's about Looking back over the 12 months that we've just done, and when I say that we've just done, obviously, you know, I'm looking back at the end of the year. I usually have a look at what was my theme for that year, how did everything play out, and having a look at what did work, what didn't work, what our wins were, and what our real smack against the wall really didn't work, things were, and really having a look at that and saying, okay, this is the picture that we've got right now, from the last 12 months of business, what do we need to do now to move it forward? So I think something that I want to touch on here really quickly is someone said to me last year, if you're in business, why wouldn't your theme every year be growth? And I think that this is (laughs) the look on your face then. You had all sorts of neurons going off then, didn't you?
1: (laughs) Well, I think that's a, I think that's a good question, isn't it? Right. So why yep. wouldn't there be growth every year? But growth, for growth's sake, isn't necessarily important, right? We can sort of we can grow too quickly and get out of control, and then growing actually might mean the following year that no matter even if our theme is growth, we're actually going backwards.
0: Correct. So last year, twenty nineteen, my theme was expansion and that was all about growth but it was putting it through the filter it was expanding my collaboration partners my business my clients my team it was you know f- full expansion in all areas marketing projects blah 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 at the end of that i've got to look if if i picked that theme again what would happen to my business where would that go and i'm not going to share just yet what my theme for 2020 is but you know, you do need to reflect, have a look on where you're at at the end of that year and then reset that theme so that you don't have a constant growth curve in your business at all times.
1: Yeah. That's not to say that you can't pick the same theme. All right? So I last year's Oh, theme totally not. Changing. Absolutely, you could, you could pick that again. I think for me, looking at, at my themes, I, I try to pick something that really kind of reflects, and I, I, I totally agree with you, that you need to kind of understand where you are. Right. if you don't understand your baseline you don't know where you're going you know where you're starting from to where you're going to get to mm. but I think for me I've, I've sort of comes back to you know what do I want the story to look like in 12 months time and is there a commonality of steps that I can see to get to that so it's kind of a little bit forward gazing kind of a little bit like what is that actually what does that journey actually look like to get there and is there a commonality of those steps that you know, fits a theme to to the kind of that vision. Yeah, right? totally. And I know we talk about vision and mission and stuff in business quite a lot. And we kind of write these things when we start a business and never kind of come back and reflect on them. But in a way, we're still kind of looking to, if I had to write the story of the next 12 months, what's that kind of look like? And is there a commonality in that can sort of, you know, fit that theme? I know, think it's
0: about thing? even more than that. And I 100% agree, Tim, but putting yourself in that vision of 12 months time as if you were there now, as if it's, the, you know, December 31st, 2020, and looking back, what would I have achieved to get to where I am now?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Love it, absolutely. love it. So I talked about the theme being the filter for all my decisions. How do you put or how do you think about your theme or how do you use it in your business?
1: Look, I'm going to be honest here. This, this is something that I haven't done well in a bigger context. It's kind of something I get excited about for the first few months and go, yeah, this is going to be great. And then, you know, around April, May, I've kind of forgotten about. Wow. Historically, I've forgotten about the theme. And oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I tend to find going back to shiny baubles and, and being a little bit more reactive about what it, what it is. It, it, it's it's one of the things, and certainly the last six months of last year, as, as you know, Sam, I spent a lot of work systemizing my business, bringing in, in new team into my business and looking at kind of making sure that consistency of delivery will allow me to sort of scale and get in my business model right for, you know, the next stage of, of my growth. And uh, I think, you know, historically, I have, it's not something that I've done really well Going forward, because I've kind of gone like all resolutions. It would be great to get fit. It would be great to do this. It would be great to do that, and you know, just the day-to-day shit that comes up it has you lose sight of that. Right. So one of the things I've done this year is literally I've got the top part of my whiteboard that sits above my computer monitor. and says, you know, does it fit this this bigger vision? It's theme now. Right? And now I can sort of come into the office and if I'm sitting back at my desk and going, I'm getting distracted or not on track, I can sort of look at that and go, is it going to deliver that outcome or is it not going to deliver that outcome? Yeah. I oh. listening to a really cool podcast on my road trip up to Queensland by a guy who's literally written a book on customer engagement. Right? Uh-huh. And he's written now one to be, uh, his new book is now called Indistractable. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the, the model he uses that at one end, you've got distraction, right? And the other end, you've got traction, uh-huh. right? So you're being opposites. And we don't really think about distraction and traction being opposite things, right? But if we're getting distracted by not being on theme and not working towards that particular outcome, we're getting distracted and we're starting to go all over the place. So just putting that sort of note there, even in the sort of, you know, the seven days of January so far, that to the point we're recording this, looking at... Is this delivering my theme? Yeah. Is this stuff delivering my theme? Getting my team involved and saying, hey, team, this is what we want to try and achieve. How can we do this? And what are the projects we need to do? What are the goals we need to set to make sure that this theme is going to be consistent and we're actually going to achieve that outcome for the year?
0: I'm super glad that you've put that up on your whiteboard because the theme is in the opposite to you my theme right through to the end of the year, like is every single Monday I do my seven day goals. The theme is like top front and center. It's been such a huge shift in the way that I think and the way I put my goals together. So I actually haven't had that same experience in that I really apply my theme to everything I do. So I'm excited for you to see how that works with that theme being top front of mind for you.
1: I mean, I, to be honest, I'm even, gonna, I'm even tempted to go and um, print it up on a piece of canvas, go into Officeworks and have it printed up into a, a framed thing that's uh, not just on the whiteboard with all the other bits of scribble on the whiteboard. It's yeah. actually a framed bit of thing and say, you know, are you achieving this?
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Are you on theme?
0: Or even better, with your theme and it means and give yourself the outcomes like you're already living it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah,
1: that would be powerful.
0: Super powerful. I know some stuff, hey? (laughs) Love it. So what's your theme? My theme this year is refinement.
1: Okay. Why did you choose refinement for your theme?
0: So my theme for 2019 was, as I said, expansion, which, and I've actually written a blog post about that. I'll link it up in the show notes. We actually halfway through the year changed what our goal was that we'd set for the 12 months from reflecting on what we were doing. So we definitely expanded in all of the areas that we set for ourselves. but we decided that we needed to stop where we were and really refine everything that was happening, refine our systems, refine our processes, refine our customer engagement, refine our, you know, the partnerships that we were doing, refine our programs. And it was about getting everything so that it was nice and clean and ready to go on to move into the next phase. So if you're like a bullet gate all the time, growing and expanding, and you never take the stop to take the time to stop, and reflect and fix things, you can end up with a really big mess. And I've seen a lot of people in business do that. And yeah, I just don't want to be in that position. So for me, it's really important. A couple of years ago, my theme was world class. For me, it's always about making sure that we're showing up for our people in a certain way. So a lot of times I will bounce between sort of growth and like, let's fix these things. Because in an ideal world, it would be happening along the way. But in actual fact, I, I live in real world where it doesn't happen like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you real world.
0: I know, right? I really want to go live in ideal world, but for the moment, I'm living in real world. <laughs>
1: so for for me my theme last year was redundancy
0: oh that is so cool i already can see it but i'd love you to explain it
1: so by redundancy i i wanted to actually remove my business's need for me Mm -hmm. now it's still don't get me wrong right it's still very integral on on the stuff that i do and, and like yours is on on you right you are your brand but for me i wanted to kind of a lot of the focus is on systemization Mm -hmm. and taking taking away the need for me to deliver any part of the business to my client. So whether that was sales, whether that was um, customer delivery, whether that was around, you know, marketing and, and automation. So I did a lot of work sort of coming back and looking at my systems and my people and going, how would my business deliver this if I wasn't in it, right? And so, whilst redundancy was the broader theme, a lot of the sort of implementation came around systemization, around mm-hmm. capability development, around bringing in teams so they can and training them up so they can do parts of the business, and I don't have to be in it anymore. Yeah, fantastic. Right? Now we didn't necessarily get there with everything, but you know, it certainly made a lot of the foundations for the you know for that redundancy. Mm-hmm. So my business, my my goal this year, my theme this year is double, right? I figure there's two 20s, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs>
1: my, 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 uh, my theme's around double. And, and now that I've got those systems in place, I should be able to, in theory, you know, bring on a sales guy um, or girl and say, okay, go and sell the stuff and the other parts of the team and the other parts of my systems in my business can now go and deliver that for me. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. without me necessarily having to be it. Now, I can wear any of those hats. And I think as business owners, we should be able to wear any of the hats in our business, particularly while it's, it's small and we're coaches and consultants. We don't have 500 staff yeah. where you really don't want to wear any of the hats. <laughs> right? But that's another stage of your business growth as well. But while while we're small businesses, while it's us and a couple of, couple of team members, we need to be able to wear any of the hats. Mm. Um, at various different stages so for me my thing this year is double to look at the systemization I've done and how can I do how can I double it because I know going forward that you know at a certain point your costs don't really grow Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're very static and as you grow your business as you well know Sam you know more and more of that revenue goes straight to bottom line profit
0: get more cream on the top that's right so I've got a question for you, Tim. I'd love your perspective on this. If you hadn't have set your theme of redundancy last year, do you believe that you would have been able to to do what you did and why?
1: Look, great question, Sam. I probably would have set my theme as growth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <yum. laughs> <laughs> look I think if I, if I hadn't set that sort of um, theme as, as, as redundancy I probably would have fallen in the same trap that I think a lot of us as coaches and consultants fall into is that we are self-employed not business owners right and then if we're not in our business it doesn't make make us money it doesn't give us the lifestyle and the impact that we want to create and if I come back to you know what's the goal of entrepreneurship what's the goal of a business? you know, we can call ourselves business owners and not really be business owners. Mm -hmm. We want to make ourselves redundant. We want to sort of get to the point where our business is a thing that lives and breathes by itself that allows us to do the things that we want to do and create the impact we want to create. Now, we're stuck in our business. If it doesn't exist without us, then it's not delivering that outcome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that getting caught up in the idea that just because you have a personal brand that you have to do everything is really dangerous where, you know, if you think about a traditional business, the idea is that you bring your staff in and they've all got their jobs and, you know, you're able to step back. I think that you need to think of your personal brand being or, you know, that being the goal, but still understanding that, you know, we are the delivery. But I think it's just thinking that we are the personal brand, a lot of people think, oh, I have to do everything myself. And it's absolutely yeah. well, not.
1: Well, look, the if case. we look at, if we try to unpack Tony Robbins' business, I think he's got mm-hmm. 60 or something, and then even more volunteers when he runs, you know, a oh,
0: huge he's, amount of volunteers. Yeah. You
1: know, it might be hundreds of volunteers on one mm-hmm. of those. He doesn't do his social media, right? Yeah. Sure as shit, he doesn't read his emails, or right?
0: his sales, or his marketing,
1: or, or, or do his sales, right? He'll show up for his high level clients. In fact, even his community management, his low level deliverables, he doesn't do.
0: No, that's by his right? co- the coaches.
1: So, that's why he's coached the coaches. So he's got other people that deliver all that stuff. And yes, if you pay enough money, you will get face to face with Tony Robbins, right? And he's the guy that stands on stage and he does his thing. That's the thing he does really well. But he doesn't do all of the business and, and he definitely has a personal brand that everybody knows absolutely and we need to think very much like that that if we want our personal brands or our business to kind of operate on that level and that's even a fraction of that level we need to look at it saying where is the thing that i add the most value in my business and i need to focus on doing that and if there's stuff that i'm not delivering the most value on i need to find someone else who can do that for me totally Someone, someone else
0: Totally. So if you're listening right now and you haven't set your theme this year, I'm sure you're with me, Tim, that we both thoroughly recommend that you do it. So, you know, take take some time to do this. Don't rush this process. The first few times I did it, it actually took me a couple of days to really settle on it. This time, I think we settled on it extremely quickly. I knew. I think probably because we're maybe better at reflecting and setting goals more often. So it, it was quite easy, but you know, don't beat yourself up if it does take a few days. But sit down, reflect how the last 12 months worked. What didn't work is how I set it up, like really looking at what didn't work looking forward at the end of the year what do you want your business look like and then just reverse engineer or join those dots backwards what is it or what as you said tim what is that overarching theme that if you do this thing consistently if you make all your decisions through this filter that you will get to your goal at the end of the year i thoroughly recommend you do it and i'd love i'd love to see in the thought leaders business lab community facebook the, uh, I'd love to see you putting up what your theme is and what it means to you because I love seeing what other people set for themes because it's such a, a personal thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 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 Next week. <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Next
1: week, we're going to talk about our 2020 predictions what's happening in business, what's happening in technology, what's happening in marketing.
0: What are the trends that we see coming forward that we think are going to be worth paying attention to in 2020?
1: Absolutely. Lucky oh, we've
0: got 2020 vision. Sorry? I said lucky we've got the year 2020. It gives us good vision.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, in theory. <laughs> 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 Never noticed oh. that all the predictions that don't come true, no one ever remembers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us for the first episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab for 2020. I'd love to see your themes up in the Facebook group. Tim, thanks for joining me here for our second year co-hosting this show together. Looking Looking forward to another year,
1: Sam. It's going to be fun.
0: Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone. Ciao for now.
1: Discover how to grow and scale
0: your Thought Leaders business. Check out samanthareilly.global. Head over to Facebook and join a tribe of like-minded entrepreneurs in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community.